So I want to begin by saying thank you for being here. I was looking at my stats or the analytics for the podcast, and this past week we uh, passed 10,000 listens. So 10,000 listens to this podcast of prayer. And I know every time there's a listen, there's a deepening. And somebody might listen to an archived episode in 2021, and it's saying something about being loved, being held, what it is to let go to this love, what it is to open to this love. Something is being said that is allowing each of us to deepen. And as someone is listening, even if it's not me or you, in a way it is me and you. Because on a very deep level, we're all one. So anywhere, any time, any of us is letting go. We're not just letting go for ourselves. We're letting go for the whole wide world. And what we're always and only letting go of is a fear-based narrative. There's life, right? And then there's how we perceive life. And our story of life is often infected by fear. I was thinking about this weekend, like, how does my experience of fear play out? And I notice there's something I'm really concerned about in my life for someone. And uh, I I could hear this voice in my head, like, well, how's it going to turn out? How's it going to turn out? How's it going to turn out? And I felt like whatever part of me was like, how's it going to turn out? How's it going to turn out? I could feel it was a very young part of me because what really turns out, right? We, there, there's, there's the in-breath, there's the out-breath, there's the ebb, there's the flow, there's the day, there's the night, there's the sunlight, there's the clouds, there's the rain, there's the cold, there's the heat. Is any of this turning out good or bad? Can we categorize all the phenomenon of our life within this teeny tiny dualistic field. You know, we limit our perception of the joy and we limit our receiving the joy when we always are on this constant categorizing it. So I noticed in my thinking, how's it going to turn out? I just created a future, right? If you want terror, create a future. Prayerfulness is always about trust. It's always whatever is to come is so deeply held in a loving intelligence through a loving intelligence that I have not a care in the world. Take no anxious thought for your life. When we live prayerfully, we're able to have all our attention in the here and in the now because we let go. We let go of fear. False evidence appearing real. My mind, when I'm going, how's it going to turn out? How's it going to turn out? Is is offering me up these little movies, if you will, of, of, of oh, it could turn out this way. It could turn out that way. But future never comes. It's always now now, now. So when we pray, we're offering these fears, these movies, these doubts, this dread, 
we're offering it to the prayer field to be dissolved into the nothingness from which it can comes. Now you could say to me, well, Angela, I'm not like that. I'm not worried about anything in the future. What keeps me up at night is what I did 12 years ago, what somebody did to me 22 years ago, what happened yesterday. I'm very oriented toward the past. I have anger. I have regret. I have bitterness. Uh, our, uh, when we live heavily uh, focused on our past, we're either blaming someone else or blaming ourselves. We're either calling ourselves guilty or we are calling someone else guilty. So prayer is always about releasing our perception of the past. It's gone. Whatever those moments were, whatever happened is over. It's over. It need not be a burden you carry. Done, done, and done. But, 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 you know, that, that felony on my record, it holds me back. But, 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 that bad investment I made, now I'm, now I don't have the money I thought I was going to have at this time in my life. But, 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 that, that, that woman I was dating, you know, uh, she didn't turn out to be who she I thought she was, and now I, 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 I don't know how to break up, or I don't know how to get out of this relationship. Or so we we carry our perception of the past into the now, and then we make it a prison. But what if everything that has ever happened is working together for good? And this is something I have seen. Everything works together for good. I don't ask you to trust what I've seen. I think we all have to see for ourselves spiritual reality. But there is zero waste in the universe. Heaven on earth uses everything for a deeper, greater emancipation, a greater joy. And we are here as we enter into prayer to access resources that are available in heaven. When I say in heaven, I mean here and now. I am not available to access the gratitude, the calm, the peace, the joy, as long as I am holding myself hostage to stories of future, past, past, future. So as we today enter prayer, enter prayer afresh and anew, we are willing to let go of the conceptual realm of time. We enter into the holy instant, the eternal now, where it all fades into God. It all fades into God. It all fades into now. It all fades into love. It all fades into reality. And we lighten up. 
we let go and we let the presence of God that you and I really truly already are we let it do us we become a mind like the sky as the Buddhists say empty open available one of the quotes I shared with us recently via the email that I send out letting you know about the link for our live prayer on the air uh, uh, it was a quote by Byron Katie in my world all my prayers are answered they they are not later they are answered now in my world all my prayers are answered they are not answered later they are answered now I was practicing this state of consciousness earlier this morning I was out in my back garden and I just sat and I looked at the lemon tree and the foliage and all the the plants and the movement of the wind and the clouds and the sunlight and I could see all my prayers are answered right now there was a time I thought my garden was kind of going downhill and I I prayed to have it you know come to life again and I pray that I would show up in my garden in a way that would truly honor it and it's easy for me to take for granted that I ever prayed that prayer. My garden looks so beautiful today and great gratitude for the rain that we've had in LA. But my mind doesn't care about my garden anymore. It wants to go to the problem, the problem, the problem, the manufactured problem. That ego, it's a little problem making factory. Who has time for a beautiful lemon or a flower or the wind or the sun when we can think, 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 think about something that we didn't like or we don't like or may not quote-unquote turn out we're giving that trance of scarcity up every time we pray and we're entering into a perception of wholeness that we are you know I do like this term for us in this moment we are children of God what I love about that is I don't care how old you are there's a way in which we always we don't know we feel like a child and to think that we're children of the universe children of God that we're letting it do us we're letting it take care of us we get to relax we get to let creativity flow and we get to follow the golden breadcrumbs the simple instructions we stay in our business we stay out of God's business out of other people's business we trust everyone and everything has its own relationship to grace and mercy its own relationship to healing and forgiveness and we just allow ourselves to be filled with the forgiveness with the grace with the mercy for our own experience and then we let that expand and expand and expand so deep and utter thanks that you are here with me that we are lifting one another up in a perception of wholeness now I might buy in to my own you know BS but you might be able to see through mine you might buy into your doom gloom story of suffering but I might be able to see through it we work to 
together in prayer. So let us begin with our opening prayer now. How wonderful it is to be here, to be now in this moment, knowing that God is. There is a grace, there is a mercy, there is a majesty that is happening here and now in my presence, all around me, within me, within your presence, all around you, within you. There is a love that knows no conditions, and it is your own nature. In prayer, we are yoking. We are communing with the reality of our own spiritual nature that is made in the image and in the likeness and out of God itself, out of reality, out of love. We come together to consider having willingness to lay down the false sense of self, the who I take myself to be created out of confusion. We're willing to realize that that's a conceptual self that does not even exist. You are, I am, we are being breathed, being lived. I bless each and every one of us with a greater capacity to rest in the joy of being lived by love itself. I call forth a profound elixir and healer of forgiveness itself to be forgiving love. Oh, yes, 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 to the parts of myself that would be so eager to not be forgiving love, that would be for withholding love, that would be for denying love, that would be for ignoring love. We love even these aspects of ourselves. We invite all of who and what we are into the loving. We invite all of who and what the world is into the loving to allow the power of prayer to have its way with us. I accept our time together is so deeply blessed beyond time and space. I let it be. What is to be said is said. What is to be heard is heard. What is to be released is released. And that which is to be embraced is embraced. Amen. 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 That word amen means so be it. It is is done. So if you are listening to this, my website is AngelaMontano.com. And if you would like to come to this gathering live, go there. Um, Offer me your name and your email address and I will send you the link to come to the live prayer on the hour. Prayer on the air, our hour of prayer power. Also, if you're listening to the recording, prayer is always happening beyond time and space. So whether we're here live or listening to the recording, I claim I am, you are, we are fertile, fertile soil for the awarenesses that set us free. I welcome uh, your prayer request. The way prayer on the air works is we just get to hear 
what's going on for one another and you can write your prayer request in via the chat or by raising your hand star two. I'm sorry, I keep saying that. Or raise your hand via the uh, icon below, reactions, the, um, the hand. So you can raise your hand or write your prayer, prayer request in. We're going to begin with our written prayer requests. Beloved Denise is writing us. Angela, please pray for my son, Jared. He will be going to the state hospital in the next five weeks. He's on a wait list. I am hoping he will have just the right counselor that he feels a connection and trusts. Okay, so right now we're being with Denise. We're being with Jared. We're being with her hope, her prayer that he 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 he's connected to a counselor that's just right for him that's divinely appointed that he trusts so our response as we pray as we prepare to pray is love our job here is to love jared to love the state hospital to love the wait list to love Denise, Jared's mother. You know, it, it is tempting, isn't it? Well, I wonder how many people are on the wait list before him or, you know, just curiosity. But we're, we're laying all that aside. And we're when we pray, we're just, we're rushing forward with our love. Love, love, love. So let us pray. How deeply grateful I am to accept that I am here, that you are here, we are here, just for Denise. That Denise is so loved, that she's so important, that she's, she's so vital to heaven on earth, that we're all here to perceive wholeness within her, that where she is, there is faith. Faith is the, the with. The withholding of a conclusion so we allow what is to arise. So rather than Denise concluding that anything is wrong, we're holding the space that, 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 that Denise is living in faith, allowing the grace of God to arise and arise and arise for herself. That everything Denise needs is arising in and on time. So many of us as mothers, we live in what is referred to uh, by the author and Tremaine Lindhorst, the hell of re personal responsibility. So many mothers think that they are the gods to their children, need to make it all right. We release Denise of any sense that this is hers to control. I name her so receptive, she's letting God take care of Jared and God take care of her and letting God life in its exquisite responsiveness, respond. So I bless Jared right where he is, knowing all his needs are met. With God for Jared, nothing can be against him. With God for Denise, nothing can be against her. So I hold Denise and Jared and all of Jared's family in a profound state of trust a profound state of grace. 
And even as Denise prays for her son to have a counselor that he feels connected to and trust, this is what I pray for Denise, that that inner counselor, that inner wisdom, we all have it. We all have an inner counselor, an inner wisdom. I claim for Denise a connection to the inner wisdom, the inner counselor that has the perfect instructions and guidance for her right now, that she may be utterly free, a cup runneth over in an acceptance, even a joy that all is in divine order and all is well. All is well. I bless Jared in the divine perfection, God at the center and circumference of his being, that in and on time, all that he needs custom made for his learning in this incarnation, for his blessing, is here in and on time. I see and accept God, 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 and only God, good, 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 and only good, grace, 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 and only grace, mercy, 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 and only mercy. Miracles, 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 and nothing pushing back from that miracles, only miracles. So we're loving Jared up. We're loving Denise up, loving and lifting them into this prayer field of utter let go, of utter assurance. I speak the highest prayer. I know it is a prayer of supreme joy. It is thy will be done. Thy will be done. I include all of Jared's family, all of his friends in this prayer at this time. And so it is that I let go and let God. And so it is. Amen. 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 So just notice how you feel participating with me in that prayer. What we give in a prayer, we receive in a prayer. And what is received in a prayer flows to those others who we may not know the names of, but who are here needing this prayer. We go now to Diane. Hi, Angela. Could we please pray for my hairdresser who is 38, who has been diagnosed with breast cancer? She is to have a mastectomy in a few weeks. Many thanks. Absolutely, Diane. We can absolutely pray for your hairdresser. Hmm. And I'm going to pray with you, Diane, for your hairdresser, for my hairstylist as well. Uh, who has had some health challenges as well. So it's interesting you would write that prayer request in. So let us pray. We begin with this prayer for Diane's hairdresser. We know that her hairdresser is a female. We know that she's 38. We don't need to know even that. All we have to know is Diane has sounded a call. She's reached into the Prayer on the Air Collective for us to shine a light on of supreme wholeness and love right where her hairdresser is. We give great thanks for this uh, cancer being detected. We give great thanks 
or the opportunity to have it removed from her body. We give great thanks for the mastectomy that is scheduled to take place. We give great thanks that there are so many people now who have experienced this particular surgery who are thriving and have found a way through the releasing of the tissue of the breast, offering it up to God, to life, to allow for an experience of greater life and joy. And so we know what Diane's hairdresser is moving through. Others have gone before her and we feel and sense them lifting her up that she will be shown the way that she can move through this with pure gratitude, with grace, with fearlessness. I bless her in these few weeks leading up to this surgery. I bless her. When I say I bless her, I call upon her angels, her guides. I call upon the healing power of love guiding her into more and more faith and trust, release and surrender. I am knowing that Diane's hairdresser is okay really truly all right and I see that uninterrupted here the all is well for her hairdresser we bless the surgery the surgeon we bless every aspect of this and we just see God the goodness the the beauty the triumphant tone the victorious tone of God is what is happening in through and as Diane's hairdresser as I speak this word for Diane's hairdresser I include my own I lift him up into this field of well-being that knows no opposite. I say, thank you, thank you, thank you, universe, universe, one song. Thank you, thank you, God, thank you, love, thank you, life. I let go, I let God, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. And Denise writes in, beautiful, thank you. We thank you, Denise. Lori writes us, I am asking for prayer for my niece, Sophie. Sophie and her mother, my sister, Rena, both of them have been having health issues. My sister has, has debilitating challenges. My niece, ADD and high anxiety. Thank you for your prayer support and for this community beautiful oh how wonderful it is for us to place our love all around Lori and it's interesting when we do prayer requests we begin with ourselves the person in this case Lori who's asking for the prayer and then we extend the prayer to those being held in prayer so we first begin with Lori just Blessings upon blessings upon blessings to Lori. I just see Lori right now with a capacity to fear not, to rejoice. This is the day that the Lord hath made to rejoice in. That's astounding, isn't it? Ego doesn't have to make the day. I don't have to make the day. The day is made. It's whole. It's complete. It is a gift to you, to me, to Lori. So I claim for, for Lori a relaxation. I claim for Lori a kind of what I'm seeing is kind of like taking your blinders off and looking all around you at 
There's a lot more yummy, yummy wonderfulness all around than so many of us notice. The, the blinders of the fear that would have us focus on a, a fear or a worry, I just take those off and I just offer any fear, any worry that Lori has to God. I name her light, her load lightened, her burden removed. I just see Lori free, unencumbered, relaxed, calm. Oh, it is from this place that we just know for her sister, for her niece, we're knowing who and whose they are. That Lori's sister is wonderfully and marvelously made. That her niece is wonderfully and marvelously made. That they are made out of the intelligence of love itself. They are made out of the intelligence of love itself. The harmony, the synchronicity, the health, the wholeness, the vitality, the the miraculous. I'm just allowing myself, inviting all of us to know about Lori, about her sister and her niece, the truth of their being. Oh, we know the labels and the names of who we take ourselves to be, all those constructs of, you know, naming a misalignment of some kind. And all that is no argument there. I'm not pushing against it. We're just going deeper, deeper into the nature of Lori's sister and her niece. We come together in prayer to marvel at reality, the reality of the calm, the well-being that's deeper than any anxiety, the focus that's deeper than any ADD uh, experience. The heart beating is beating in such a focused way. There's a calm that is the nature of Lori's niece. And there's a freedom that is the nature. There's a health that is the nature of Lori's sister. And this is what we gaze upon. This is what we gaze upon when we pray, the truth of being. And from here, we just accept, I shall not be moved. I shall not be moved from the well-being that is on behalf of Lori, her sister, and her niece. In gratitude for this and so much more, I let go, I let God, and so it is. Amen. 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 Ah. And uh, I'm Carrie. Hello. Hi, Angela. I'd like to ask that we send prayers for my friend, Ross. Her life is difficult and her physical resources are limited. Please include her baby, Addie, in our prayers as she recovers from surgery. Thank you for your love and support and guidance as we lift each other. You know, Carrie, I can imagine me writing a prayer request just like that. And at the same time as I read it, 
I feel you are calling us so perfectly to the prayer. You know, her life is difficult and her physical resources are limited. It's like right there. We want to just be open-minded. Her life is difficult. That's not what we're affirming. I mean, I think we could say, many of us might agree, life is difficult. Uh, it's actually the first words on a in a book I like a lot called um, uh, The Road Less Traveled. The first paragraph of that book is three words. It's one paragraph, three words, one sentence. Life is difficult. And in M. Scott Peck goes on to write that this is one of the greatest truths. And, you know, yet most of us moan about life is difficult as if it should not be. But he goes on to say once we accept that life is difficult, meaning once we accept we're in earth school, once we accept that the name of the game is challenges, that we may see through our challenges, that we may grow through them, Once we deeply accept that life is difficult, then life is no longer difficult. And we welcome the challenges, even the pain of challenges. So that's what we want to do on behalf of Ross. So, you know, I I really appreciate Carrie, you begin with her, you know, resources are limited physically, financially, perhaps you're referring to And yeah, we want to see exactly how much money is in the bank and that sort of thing. And yet, we none of us know that our physical financial resources are limited. We don't know. That's an unknown. So we want to enter into the limitless. What are the resources of heaven? Prayer is unlocking the resources of heaven. Prayer is unlocking the resources of heaven. Not out there, way out there, but right here, right now. God is the breath within the breath. Heaven is the breath within the breath. So when we pray, we unlock resources that to the mortal mind we would dismiss. We would ignore, living in ignorance, we would ignore the greater resources. So as we're opening for Carrie's friend Roz and Addie, we have to take a really, truly deep dive. Prayer isn't going, ah, uh, they're going through this, so I'm going to pray for them. No, we're knowing the truth about them. The limitless resources. We're knowing the activity of God. We're knowing the activity of an intelligence beyond our current purview. We're having faith on behalf of Roz and Addie, knowing that they are emanations of heaven. That where they are, they are all provided for. So that's the space we hold. And if we can do it for Roz and Addie, care Carrie's friends and for Carrie I wonder whom who else we can be more aware of how utterly resourced an individual is so we must go very deep to 
connect. So let, let us pray. So what a joy it is, isn't it? Ah, to know that there's more going on than meets the eye. There's more going on than meets the eye. There's more love. There's more grace. There's more mercy. There's more miracles. Oh, and it sounds so easy. All we have to do is lighten up. But daggone it, this density that just tends to grip us, this fear. And it feels like it grips me. Oh, I'm a victim of the fear. And yet, when I look closer, I'm gripping the fear. I'm. I'm gripping the fear. And when I notice where I'm gripping the fear and I just see it with the light of my awareness, it immediately releases. Because fear doesn't fight light. Just as when we turn a light on in a room, the fear doesn't fight back. I mean, the darkness doesn't fight back. It just dissolves. So anytime we just place the light of awareness on our gripping gripping the fear, gripping to the density. All we have to do is just kind of like taking a step back and seeing, ah, but we don't see it and then need to fix it. We just see it. The seeing is enough. And so we enter into this moment to love Carrie. We may never meet her in person, but she is a beloved. She's important to you and to me. There's a reason why we are together in this moment, in this configuration, to open to relief. That's what we're opening to every time we pray for ourselves and for someone else. We, we, we are holding this possibility for Carrie to feel relieved, relieved on behalf of her own life, relieved on behalf of the lives of her friend Roz and Addie, Ross's daughter. We're here to presence the miraculous source energy that may to Carrie appear dormant, may to Ross appear dormant, but is active and is dynamic and only needs a witness. Often in prayer, the less emotionally involved we are, the easier we can see it. Often in the storm of one's own emotion, it's, it's just hard to see the light. And yet we're here to see the light and the lightness. Blessing Addie, blessing healing in relationship to the surgery, blessing Roz in infinite overflowing supply, and blessing Carrie in her beautiful friendship and in Carrie's life itself. I say thank you, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. And we have an Angela who writes in, Beautiful prayer, Angela. Thank you for the reminder to us to see the bounty of blessings in our life and not always placing our attention on all that's wrong. Light and joy and peace abide in us. I would like a prayer for my friend Kendall, who has newly discovered heart problems and is unemployed and now cannot travel for her daughter's wedding. She feels so sad and alone. 
<sighs> so. It's so interesting as I hear this prayer request. Angela and, you know, it, it really is spiritual kind of weightlifting, if you will, to live in what's not wrong, what's not wrong, what's not wrong. It, it feels so counter to the culture and counterintuitive. So much of what we perceive in our world has us go to this is wrong or that is wrong. But what's not wrong? That's reality. And so it is beautiful to do this work. And this is a kind of living prayer. Gratitude, when we're in gratitude for what is, when we allow ourselves to be in, in my world, every prayer is answered, not later, but now to be in that requires us to be in gratitude. The desk that I'm sitting at, this was a prayer at one point, and I got this desk and it served me well for many, many years. I have the same desk for about, I don't know, 25 years. And if I could be present to the answered prayer of this desk, you know, the answered prayer, I'm, I'm choosing furniture pieces right now, but the answered prayer of my, 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 my sofa, you know, I, I can't look around and not see answered prayer. But that requires me to be here now and not in the future. And again, in the fabrication of the future future doesn't exist. It can only exist as I fabricate, fabricate it. So, so much better to be in heaven here now. So, Kindle has discovered heart problems, is unemployed, and now cannot travel to her daughter's wedding. So, we're putting this perception in prayer. So, We're blessing Kindle. We're blessing her heart. Just because a heart problem has been discovered doesn't mean that heart problem isn't already solved in God. Kindle is unemployed. Once again, I want to question that. Might she be employed by God? Might her job to be might her job be to be a blessing and to be blessed? We don't know that she's not employed. So we want to have a very broad perspective that there may be a way in which she is employed and sourced and supplied. So we don't be, want to be so quick to conclude, quick to judge, open, open, open. When we're praying, we're always open, open, open so that the miracles, you know, we can catch them. So I accept there is an employment. There is a solution there's a beautiful heart where Kendall is, and she cannot go to her daughter's wedding. I just don't know that that's true. I don't know how she may go or not go. So it may be through some kind of technology. She's there via Zoom. Something may change, and she goes in person. The Zoom camera could, <clears throat> or internet connection could not work. And she could be alone in her home. Her daughter is getting married and she can still be there. She can still be there. She can still be there in consciousness. She may be there deeper 
even more fully. So we do not buy into these limitations when we pray. We open and open and open. Let us pray for beautiful Kindle. How deeply grateful I am to accept that where Kindle is, there is limitlessness. There is infinite supply. There is infinite possibility. And so this is what we're beginning with, that all things are possible right where Kindle is. We're not putting a story, you know, period at the end of these, at these things. She's discovered a heart problem rather than she's discovered a heart problem, period. She's discovered a heart problem. Hmm. You know, question mark. She's unemployed. We don't know that. She can't go to her daughter's wedding. Is it true? So we're opening our mind to a possibility greater than what appears to be possible. And we're holding the space through prayer of true harmony where Kendall is in relationship to her heart and her daughter's wedding. In God, there is a way. God makes a way out of no way. In reality, there is a way. Reality makes a way out of no way. In love, there is a way. Love makes a way out of no way. Love, reality, God. I'm using all those words synonymously. So be it and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. And Lori writes us in, thank you. That was beautiful, Angela. You're so welcome, Lori. And let's go here to our raised hands. Eileen, hello. Morning. Good morning. You know, you were talking about relief. And when you say miracle, 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 blessings, 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 mercy, mercy. I mean, it just pours over me and just gives me relief from what I don't know. But it just feels wonderful. So I have gratitude for that. I have all gratitude today. And then when you're talking about finances, in my normal finances, I would not have the money to go visit. I live on the West Coast and my niece goes to college on the East Coast and she's begging me to come see her. And out of the blue, I got this check that covers the hotel and the plane and everything. So I don't look at what is currently in my life. I just, you know, accept whatever comes and that's my gratitude. My last gratitude, I had a birthday on Saturday, April Fool's was my birthday. Happy and, birthday. Um, a friend hosted a little luncheon and what I like to do is play games. There's games where there's no winners or losers. You just learn about each other. And I had a moment of getting embarrassed, you know, that mm -hmm. so much focus was on me. And I just said, let it go, you know, just receive. So I've learned how to receive from listening to you and your prayers and the people on this call. So I'm just grateful. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. And I love what you're saying. And, you know, when I repeat a word like miracle, 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 those, those words are symbols of spiritual reality. I mean, we're not kidding. Miracles, miracles, miracles. We're not kidding. Mercy, 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 mercy. Like I need mercy every day. Grace, grace, grace. And I, I, I repeat these words because what so many of us repeat in our head is trouble, 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 worry, 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 fear, fear, fear. And we want to cut through that. And we want to grow so much more interested and curious. What is the mercy, mercy, mercy today? What is the grace, grace, grace today? What is the miracle, miracle, miracles for today? 
blessings. In the blessings, blessings, blessings. So that's where we're kind of casting our attention out. So I so appreciate that. And it is beautiful when you have a kind of visceral experience. That's a vibrational shift that's happening. You're moving when you kind of let in the nourishment of the spiritual um, food, the living word, when you let it be the living word, you feel the stress fall away. You feel a lightness come forward. And that is more of you, who you are, Eileen. And I love that you gave yourself the birthday gift, birthday gift of receiving the attention where, where some part of you would, would just, you know, cap it. You let more in. And that's a gift to you. That's a gift to the world. You know, being, you know, a lot of us have difficulty receiving joy. You know, we get in a very, um, I don't know what it is for, for different people. For me, I know it's, I get very dutiful. You know, these are my duties. This is my calling. And, you know, yet I'm invited to be so light and playful through everything. Receive the joy, receive, receive. So I love that for you. And uh, what a what a wonderful thing that you're going to see your niece, that you have a niece that wants to see you, begging you to come, and uh, just holding you in prayer that when you do that trip, that you just feel nothing but held. So we bless Eileen in her gratitude today. Another kind of prayer is praise, right? We praise the gratitude that's moving through Eileen, grateful for it. Anyone that's in any kind of gratitude offers us an olive branch. It's, it's an offering. It's a vibrational extension gratitude that if I'm in the company of Eileen who's grateful, huh, might, might occur to me to get a little grateful. I might open up to some gratitude myself. So we're just opening to a great uh, appreciation for the gratitude that Eileen is in. We're blessing her in gratitude and we're blessing her in plenty, in infinite supply, in a cup that runneth over. We're blessing her in this upcoming trip whenever it happens to see her niece. And trust, trust is the order of the day, trusting the flow, trusting it, life, as Eileen knows how to live, love, as Eileen knows how to love. And that's all inclusive. I say thank you, dear God, for this, and so much more. I let go, I let God, and so it is. Amen. 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 Ah, so has a kindness zone sign that appeared on my Zoom. Says kindness practice here. It's like a parking sign. I want to get one of those. <laughs> uh -huh. Nice, nice, nice kindness. Oh yeah, I'm always amazed by those signs. You know, uh, I see them in my neighborhood. Uh, you know, hate has no home here. And I always look at that and it's like, I wish hate had no home in me. <laughs> you know, I just wish that. I can't claim that, you know. I would love to be able to, but I don't know when I'm going to hate. <sighs> you know, 
So I just do my best to bring love to the hatred, to be, bring love to the worry, to bring love to whatever arises. Because I don't seem to be able to utterly control it. And it seems the all-inclusive nature of love really, really calls us to be ever more humble in, in, in what is available within us to love. So thank you. Thank you so much, Eileen. Yes, so we've got, uh, let's see what else is coming up. <sighs> okay, somebody just writes, thank you. Okay, anyone else prayer request? Just press, no, just raise your hand, your virtual hand. Ah, Valerie, just unmute yourself. What is your prayer request, darling? Well, um, Eileen, thanks for sharing. Um, I don't even know, like, I didn't want to raise my hand and that's why I knew I needed to. Mm -hmm. It was like kind of a mess. Um, yes, yeah, so. Um, I just need some divine guidance and motivation. Um, uh, as you know, I've been laid off from my job and I'm grateful. Like, Eileen, thank you so much for like inspiring me. Like, you know, I needed your share of gratitude because, you know, I'm really lucky um, that I'm not destitute, <laughs> but, you know, I'm just struggling with finding what's next. And um, somebody wanted me to apply for a position, which was making a very small amount of money in my <laughs> In, in how I rate my worth. And I'm like struggling with, well, okay, do I apply for that? Or do I own my worth? And I'm just like not really motivated to apply for any jobs. <laughs> and, um, you know, I have somebody that wants to help me with starting my podcast. And, you know, I want to see clients as a practitioner. And then there's that like, I was having a conversation with a friend this morning and there's that self-doubt, like, well, who am I? And it's like, oh, please. Like, I, m while I was on the phone with her, it's like, that's ridiculous. Like, who are you? You've been doing this for 20 years. Of course, you know, just because I'm like a mess in this moment doesn't mean that I'm not a skilled practitioner, right? And there's just, you know, I'm just kind of in a mess right now. I managed to get a cold and... I was, I rested Friday and Saturday and I was like yesterday, yes, I'm a million times better. This is great. And then I don't know whether it was something that I ate or the walk that I shouldn't have gone on, but I feel like I just regressed right back to where I was on Friday morning. It's like, man, can't catch a break. Yeah. So I'm just kind of feeling a little bit stuck and emotional and misdirected and don't really, you know, I feel like I, you know, I need, like I need a a buddy to help me or I need like, you know, some, somebody like in the corner, like, I don't know, I'm, I'm tired of doing it alone. Yeah. I can't do this alone. So yeah. I think that's what's up. Okay. So, so what I'm hearing, Valerie, and I'm glad you raised your hand. It's important that we feel we can, you know, have these moments and no matter how deeply prayerful we are and how skilled we may be, and I don't even like to think of prayer as a skill, but, you know, praying for others, like 
it's never a defense against vulnerability. You know, that vulnerability is part of your human experience and it's beautiful. And what I hear is really up for healing is I'm doing it alone. I'm all alone. That's a thought that you're believing. And I just question it. You know, and so who would you be, what would you be without that thought, I'm doing it alone? You know, you even in your share, you mentioned someone wanting to help you, you know? So who and what would you be without the belief that you're alone? You know, how many people would you notice? Oh, they are around me. This person's helping me with this. This person's helping me with that. You know, this person has my back. That person has my back. The universe has my back. So also, when you use the word destitute, you know, I'm lucky I'm not destitute. You will, you can never be destitute. In fact, none of us can be destitute ever from a spiritual point of view. I know what you're talking about, Valerie. You're saying I'm not, you know, home. I'm not houseless and that kind of thing. That's what you're referring to. But being destitute is a state of consciousness. And we don't know in truth who's having the highest quality of life. We could be sleeping under the stars. We could be cold and hungry and be more connected to the movement of grace than if we lived in a castle in a mansion. So it's so important in this extraordinary time in your life, Valerie, that you, you know, you do not judge by appearances. And I'm getting that it's a time to release circumstantial consciousness, you know, we associate this connect condition with the good life and this condition with the bad life. And right. yet it's like to be in the, I don't know, be in the, I don't know. A story I sometimes share is at my baby shower, <clears throat> uh, one of my left, my left eye stopped blinking. And then we noticed my whole left side of my face wasn't moving. And it was like, I, I, I you know, it just wasn't moving. And so I had to go to the emergency room immediately I'd had a horrible headache that week and I was being wheeled down a corridor in a hospital for an MRI to see if I had a brain tumor. And I haven't, I mean, it's one of the highlights of my life, that ride in that wheelchair down that corridor. I haven't, I mean, the freedom, the peace, the serenity I felt. I was in such a place of let go. I was in such a place of freedom. But that sounds very stressful, doesn't it? Your whole baby shower ended and now yeah. maybe this and right before you're giving birth and, you know, so as you move through this time, it's deep calls unto deep and deep answers, Valerie deep calls unto deep and deep answers. This is about going deep. You know, there's an inner guidance system that we all have and it is unfailing. And I often feel like there's so much static on the line. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm focused in a, you know, a horror 
story I've created in my mind, right? But it's always there. The wisdom is always within us all. And as we get still, as we pray together, we can cast the fear out. Often it is easier, I don't know why, together, just like you're saying, knowing we're not alone. And so for you to be aware of your worth and value right now, to be immeasurable, it can't be associated with this dollar sign or that dollar sign for this position or that, not that. You know, the prayer for me for you today, it has a lot to do with like trusting the deep internal guidance system. So um, you said, I don't really want to apply for this job. I'm not motivated to do it. I'm not motivated to apply for any job. That's all we know right now. We don't know that you won't be motivated at 4 p.m. today. We don't know what may come through at 2 p.m. tomorrow. It may be in saying no to this job, another thing comes forward for you to apply to. It may be you do a different things next, but the love and the peace and the power that you are, that God is as you, it knows what it's doing. It's letting go into this intelligence that guides you. And it's moment by moment. Fear always likes to futurize. Future future rise, fear arise, future rise, fear arise. If you just had today this moment to be with and deal with Valerie, how would you be? Oh, that's a like, question. If I have yep. to stay at this moment to be with, how would I be? Uh, if you didn't have a care in the world for tomorrow is what I'm saying, how would you be today? Um, you know, I'd probably do my calling in the one homework and make a God box. Yeah. So see, you've got that internal guidance right there. And the next day and or the next minute, something else would come. So if that's what you would do with no worry about the future, then do that. That's what's next. Follow the simple instructions. So anything you want to say before we pray for you, Valerie? Anything else? No, I don't think so. I mean, there is, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, All right. So yeah. just, okay. So just, I want you to allow yourself right now to be loved up. Just let yourself be loved up by me, by us. Imagine... Just you asked for something else. I okay. was something else. If you could just bless my communication with Ron that I speak authentically and vulnerably. I didn't catch that. What? If you could just bless my communication bless. with Ron that I speak authentically and vulnerably. Okay, beautifully. Okay. Ah, so let us let us pray. So Valerie, as I was saying just now, just and just just imagine that everybody listening right here, right now, with you right now, who's listening tomorrow, the next day, the next day, maybe someone will listen to this prayer call 
a year from now, imagine every single person is saying, I've got your back. 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 That is the elixir, the antidote to feeling alone. You do not walk alone. God is for you. The universe is for you, for Valerie. For all we know, we met today just for you, just for you, just for you to raise your hand in that moment. That's why we all showed up, just for you. So as we pray, we're calling forth an openness to God being for you. For Valerie. God is ahead of Valerie. Love, light, peace, joy is ahead of her. She's just stepping into more God wherever she goes. God for Valerie. God with Valerie. With. Yogananda says God is the friend of all friends, the father of all fathers, the mother of all fa mothers. With. I bless Valerie in this sense of connection. With God for me, nothing can be against me. With God for me, nothing can be against me. All things are conspiring for good. All things are conspiring for Valerie's good. She's not been forsaken. She's not been abandoned. She's not been left alone. Everything is in divine right alignment for heaven on earth. I claim for Valerie a seeing into, a seeing into the all is well that is occurring. I understand the mind will go, but, 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 I need a job. I got to get a job. I was laid off. Ah, da, da, ba, da, dee, 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 dee. It goes on and on and on. God's got this. In and on time, through the movement of grace, divine right employment is occurring. Valerie is employed today in doing her calling in the one, one homework. Valerie is employed today in creating a God box. That's how her higher self or her deep wisdom is employing her. She is employed. I bless Valerie in divine right employment. Peace, be still and know I am is God. I say thank you, thank you, thank you God for this and so much more. I let go, I let God and so it is Amen. 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 So for all of you who've been on and are on listening right now, for every person, Valerie just now, and everyone we've prayed for this week, we are transformed. We are here to throughout our week and beyond to witness the movement of God in, through, and as every life we've discussed today. This is where we're partners. I shall not be moved from the witnessing state, the witnessing of the grace, the witnessing of the mercy, the witnessing of the peace. 
And what we can do for another, we can also do for ourselves. What we can do for ourselves, we can do for another. So I claim for all of us a courage, a willingness, a boldness to witness the peace, the love, the joy that is occurring. That we may live in gratitude this week, noticing in my world, all my prayers are answered. Right here, right now, that is true. And so for all of us, as we're closing in prayer right now, I feel this sense of like laying down, quote unquote, the concept of future. Like I just said, future rising, fear arising. I claim for each of us a a boldness, like would I be so humble to let this moment be enough? Or do I need to imagine myself months from now You know, having forgotten to do something important months from now, this thing I wanted to turn out a certain way didn't turn out. Like, could we lay down the self-torture? It never, life and love and joy and peace and gratitude, it never ends. We're on a continuum, a movement of God. Good or bad, I don't know. So I just bless us so deeply and completely as we let go and let God. I name this prayer on the air complete and blessed. I let it be. And so it is. Amen. 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 It's interesting, even though we've gone over, it's 1111, which is the number of the angels right now. So may we be surrounded by angels and be one another's angels. Thank you so much, everyone. Thank you. Thank you.